You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. You're listening to the Ninja Sergeant live on the Podcast Detroit Network. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 72 of the Ninja Starship Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy McKnight. Joining me, as always, is my partner in pod, Wookie Will Blattman. How's it going out there? And our resident Uber driver, we have one you don't be jealous, and his homes are nice, nice, baby. Yeah. Mr. Norm Larkins is hey, in the house. Hey, what up, Starshippers? We have, like, a pretty packed show, guys. Oh, I mean, yeah. this is Thanksgiving week. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's else? Is that? It, it's, it's Survivor Series tonight at a new special time. Time at seven instead of the normal eight broadcast. So mm-hmm. this is really the official pre-show. Yeah, the trying uh, to get so long. <laughs> we're going to talk about that stuff later on at about six o'clock, six ish o'clock. And joining us via Skype is going to be Jacob Elliott from Pop Culture Leftovers. You guys are going to love that. Uh, what else do we got on the roster today? Oh, some announcements. Uh, I am I am launching two brand new podcasts, uh, a company with my friend Will and. Part two of the co-host of Pop Culture Leftovers, Lazy Jedi Bry, is going to be uh, the co-host, and we are starting Legion the Podcast. It will be an eight-episode recap on FX's new show, Legion. Uh, so that's pretty exciting. Also, I'm starting a new one called Muscles and Bullets. And I'm just going to basically get drunk and watch like Rambo and Terminator and shit, and then I'm going to talk about them afterwards. They both sound like awesome podcasts. You know what I mean? Make sure you subscribe to iTunes. Yeah, definitely subscribe to iTunes. Um, we're going to be recording uh, the first episode of the Legion podcast this week. Yeah. Uh, just to kind of talk about what's happening with the show, production, things that are you know uh, have gone into it, the cast, just like a zero episode, just to kind of get things going. And I'm pretty excited for it, man, actually. This show looks good. amazing. Yeah. What else we got for announcements? We got anything? Norm, you got an announcement? Um, you know. <laughs> Hopefully babies is coming. Yeah, you got you your know. baby on the way? Hopefully. Oh, man. Yeah, oh, man. Oh, man. We were just talking before uh, we started about how, you know, there's times when, like most of the time, guys want to get it in. They yes. want to have yeah. sex. Yep. There's very few times when a guy thinks twice about getting in. <laughs> and one of them is when something's already in there and it's coming out. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all good in the hood. Uh, all right, let's get into this episode, guys. Let's start it. Yeah. Episode 72 of the Ninja Starship. Boom. 12, 11, 10, 9. Ignition sequence start. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Ninja Star! What's up, Ranger fans? This is Steve Cardenas, a.k.a. Rocky the Red Power Ranger. Hey, this is Eugene Clark from... George Romero's Land of the Dead. Hey, this is Jason Font from Power Rangers Time Force. Hi, this is Mike Zapsick from AMC's Comic Book Man. And this is Ming Chen, also from AMC's Comic Book Man. You are listening. And you're listening to the Ninja Starship Podcast with Jimmy McKnight. My favorite podcast. It has begun. Oh, yeah. Woo! I am awesome. Take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole is. All right. Oh. It's Thanksgiving week, guys. Yeah, it is. I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to this. I uh you know, I, I usually I, I'm kind of excited this year because usually I have to spend oh, 
Drake down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ghost, Usually, uh, ghost in the building. Ghost in the building. <laughs> Usually I got to spend about like 400 bucks and I go to Crank's Catering and I get the whole thing catered because last few years, you know, the one that always cooked it in our family was my grandmother. Well, my grandmother's gotten older and she's realized that she doesn't want to fucking do all that work and I, I can't that. hold it against her. So, and nobody else in my family knows how to cook worth a shit outside of like, like me, I can grill and mm-hmm. then make potatoes and vegetables. Mm-hmm. Like that's about it. I can't... Like, like, do like the pies, and I'm not Thanksgiving dinner quality. You're Fourth of July. I'm Fourth of there July. You go. Thank you. <laughs> Goddamn right. I just hit the mouse like it was the fucking. <laughs> and it, but it's true though. And you know, I, uh, I, I, I kind of, you know, I, I started just getting this thing catered because it was like I can do my part. It's kind of like my redemption thing throughout the year, and yeah. I can be like, you know, hey, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a piece of shit. I bought a Thanksgiving dinner. You I can know, contribute. I can contribute to this damn family. Uh, but this year we're going to my uncle's house, so I don't have to spend any money, which is nice. nice. And I get to eat for free, which is nice. Which is the same thing as what I just said, but still. <laughs> uh, and and it's it's you know no cleanup, no nothing, but it's, it's nice because you know it, not everybody gets big get-togethers. I mean, I've had Christmas dinners, man, at the Chinese yeah. restaurant by mm-hmm. myself, here, you yeah. know, with a beer that that Sang Tao beer, or whatever Chinese <laughs> beer that shit is, you know. <laughs> But uh, it's nice. It's like it's that time of year, you know, when when family gets together. It's yeah. also the most traveled time of year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, there's what about like conversation, dinner time conversation? I mean, I don't know about conversation. I know as far as music, I know that you guys heard that little remix of that lady singing in the church about all the food she got. I got beans, greens, tomatoes, and all that other stuff. That's the big uh, song out right now that everybody's been putting on I their minds. I saw something about that. Yeah, it's hilarious because they put it to all types of beats and all types of videos, and it's hilarious. And, and it's this beans thing. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah we're gonna have to look that up. During it up break. So, <laughs> if I ever win the lottery, I will take some of my lottery money and invest into recording a Thanksgiving album. There you go. <laughs> I, I just I love Thanksgiving. It's like my holiday. Yeah. Like I feel man. like there's like no good songs about Thanksgiving. No. Because no. even like the songs that are kind of about Thanksgiving, people like make them about Christmas. They play them off for Christmas. Yeah. Like even like going to grandma's house where that song goes, Jingle Jingle Bells. Like 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 that's mm-hmm. actually a Thanksgiving song. It's about think it's originally it was about Thanksgiving. Oh wow! I didn't know that. I yeah. Didn't know that well, I figured, you know, around the dinner table, everybody's going to have, like, the, the conversation, you know, your dinner time conversation, whether oh, yeah. it be like, when are you going to have kids no, or, goodness. you know, whatever else pops when up. Like, Yeah, when are you going to get married? <laughs> well, I happen to find the 10 things that sound dirty, even mm-hmm. though they aren't. Here we go. Hey. 10 things that sound, I know, this is like. Gangster Thanksgiving. Yes. <laughs> Give me that fucking stuff, bitch. <laughs> uh, number 10. It must be broken because when I push on the tip, nothing squirts out. <laughs> number that nine. Baster, baby. Yeah, that's the baster <laughs> accent. Oh, God. I just went back to that Don't Breathe movie with the baster. Oh. Yes. <laughs> uh, if I don't unbuckle my pants, I'm going to burst. <laughs> number eight. It's cool whip time. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. Number seven, she's five thousand pounds, fully inflated, and it takes fifteen men to hold her down. 
<laughs> Holy shit. Must be with I mean, yeah, yeah. Like this is like this has got to be like that thing when uh, you know, you, you just walk into the room at the wrong time yes. and hear one of these things said is gonna be one of those. Turn right back around. <laughs> Uh, number six, and he forces his way into the end zone. <laughs> Speaking of the end zone, y'all, are we, are we watching uh, the Lions game? They won. They won? They did. What? You know, you know what? I'm sorry. This season is a lot of lucky wins. I'm sorry. If you're a Lions fan and you're hearing me, it's a lot of lucky wins, buddy. So hopefully we can keep it going, though. They got number one, but like I said, that's by luck. So uh, Number five. Talk about huge breasts. Yeah. <laughs> Jess? Jess! Hey, Jess! <laughs> I feel like that's what you say about your uncle's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Tying the legs together will keep the inside moist. Yes, it will. Also what you say about your uncle's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. I'm in the mood for a little dark meat. <laughs> Woo! Norm, you coming over to my house for dinner? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number two. Woo. That's one terrific spread. Uh, and number oh, one thing that sounds dirty at Thanksgiving but isn't, reach in there and grab the giblets. All the way in. All the way in. Like That sounds like that's a southern phrase, you know? It does. Like, that's like that. Why don't you go on and reach up in there? Grab, Grab the them giblets. giblets. Get the giblets. <laughs> Do you think Thanksgiving traditions like change throughout our country, like from like here to south, east, west? Like we all oh, have yeah, little differences sure. as far as like dishes, at least, oh, you know? For sure, especially dishes. Oh, yeah. yeah, like, oh, we do this for an appetizer where we do, like, what do we do? Like, we have cranberry relish. I've never heard of that. You never heard of cranberry relish? No. And Thanksgiving's your favorite fucking holiday? No, I've, heard not, cra- I've heard cranberry sauce. I've heard Maybe cranberry sauce. Yeah, relish. Yeah, they call uh, well, it's called cranberry relish too. Like, oh, okay. yeah, it's the same yeah. shit. Yeah, it comes yeah, in a just, fucking can. We just call it cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> I think that's all we got, though. Do we have anything else? Like, what's wait, wait. What's, what's your typical staple Thanksgiving dinner? Turkey, Turkey mashed potatoes, stuffing, green bean casserole, sweet potatoes, uh, apple pie. Depending on the house, you might get mac and cheese in there. Mac and cheese. What else? Cornbread, biscuits, or rolls, or something. Cornbread is one of those, like, that's like the ugly cousin that you really like. You know what I mean? It's like, like, damn, you are ugly as fuck, but I love hanging out with you. (laughs) I love love cornbread, and, like, most KFCs don't sell it anymore. It me nuts. They just do the biscuits. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Damn. I didn't know that. Yeah. Feel free to call in next week about any drama that goes on at your Thanksgiving. You know, oh. somebody runs in the room with your uncle's yeah, girlfriend. And if you have and any, hey. if you have any Thanksgiving <laughs> horror stories, two four eight five seven nine five two six zero. We would love to hear them. Definitely, that's you always got, wait, fun. Not speak. Let's let's ask in house. Anybody here have any cool Thanksgiving horror stories Sadly, at the table? No, like, it would be fun to say at that. the uh, table or just table like in or general. In general, at that day. Uh, okay, so okay, when my brother like, and I were like little. We used to go, well, we all like went to my grandparents on both sides every year for like every holiday. Yeah. So we go to my grand, my step grandparents, like my stepdad's grandparents one year. And my brother and I are, and sister and other brother are all downstairs like playing pool. Mm-hmm. 
and me and my brother Eli like get into a fight and he like kicks my knee from the side <laughs> and hard as hell though and he played soccer for years so he's got like super strong man legs yeah. and I like no reaction no thinking picked up the cue ball off the table oh. and smacked him in the face with it like and Yo. he had braces oh, <laughs> shit. oh so his shit, shit started bleeding everywhere and then he hauled back and like jacked me in my face and then my dad picked him up and brought him upstairs and beat the shit out of him for punching me wow <laughs> nice like we used to fight a lot as kids in my family we beat the shit out of each other clearly awesome yeah Thanksgiving Thanksgiving's usually like a pretty uh, even keel holiday at least at our house like the fucking <laughs> the fights always happen at Easter <laughs> what? yeah in our house yeah the fights happen at Easter for some reason someone Mine, ate your Easter egg and that's well, like the the issue? La- well two years ago my dad got arrested on Easter Ooh. then the next year me and my dad almost got into a fist fight on Easter uh-huh. so this year we're trying to see what'll happen maybe we'll start selling tickets pay per view pay per view Easter showdown alright let's get into news News. All right, this week in the fucking news, an Ohio woman is accused of soliciting sex for some nachos. What? For some nachos. Yes, uh, this comes from Fox 8 News in Cleveland. Uh, Beaver Township Police at <laughs> Beaver. <laughs> Officers said they found Crystal D. I'm going to guess it's uh, Hotzlaz, H-O-T-L-O-S-Z, 36 of Clairsville, advertising her services on the YoungstownBackpage.com. She told the undercover cop she would provide a sex act for $60 and some nachos, <laughs> according to the police report. Uh Hotless, I'm guessing. I don't know how to fucking pronounce her name. Yep. Uh, met the undercover officer in the parking lot of the Los Gallos Mexican restaurant on November 14th, police said. She began to tell him that what she would do and then asked if he had the money and the nachos. Like, she had her mindset on these nachos. <laughs> well, that's what the Mexican restaurant. <laughs> right. She was arrested and charged for solicitation and criminal tools. The man who drove her to the restaurant was also arrested. Both were taken to the Mahone County Jail. Beaver Township is located 10 miles south of Youngstown in uh, Mahoning County. Pimping ain't easy. Pimping ain't easy, but you're about to sell that pussy for some nachos? You guys need the money. That's like the cheapest pussy on the planet, that's for sure. It did say X, so maybe she's like, look, I'll suck your dick for 60 bucks, but you're throwing in them nachos. (laughs) Give me some Doritos, too. Like, that's like, I mean. not that shitty Cool Ranch. I get, maybe she was just hungry, and like, she needed 60 bucks for her drugs, and then she figured like, and I'll do it for some nachos. No, I think she was hungry, and the 60 bucks was for a Pimp. <laughs> they said there was a guy that drove her to the restaurant. So. Oh, yeah, that's true. This must be some good ass nachos. I just think this story is <laughs> terrifying to see what that pussy is like. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. Ooh, nacho cheese? Because no one thought of it yet, right? <laughs> All right. Uh, wow. Man bathes in Yellowstone Basin and dissolves. In boiling acid. <laughs> so next time you know you're nature walking and you see the signs that say, like, don't go off the path. Don't fucking go off don't the go goddamn off the path. path. <laughs> because this is the shit that happens. Listen, nature is a beautiful and wonderful thing. 
but it can also kill the fuck out of you because it's extremely dangerous. Dangerous as hell. You know, just because, like, that's like people that are like, oh, we're just going to go swim in the ocean. The ocean, yes, the ocean is not a giant swimming pool. It is a living fucking environment, and there are fish that will eat your ass in there. <laughs> just like when you go walking around the fucking woods, there's shit out there that can kill you. Mm-hmm. So this guy, a Portland, Oregon man who was hoping to bathe in a hot pool in Yellowstone National Park, died and was dissolved when he fell into the park's boiling acidic Norris Geyser Basin. Park officials have disclosed this. This is coming from (laughs) Thrillist.com. On a college graduation trip, Colin Scott, 23, and his sister were looking for a place to hot pot or soak in the streaming water a practice that National Park forbids. A report on the June 7th accident obtained under a Freedom of Information Act requested by KULR-TV quoted Scott's sister Sable saying, her brother was reaching down to check the temperature of the hot spring, and when he slipped and fell into the pool, she tried to rescue her brother unsuccessfully. She was recording with her cell phone when he fell, and the incident was captured on video. I fucking spent... A good 20, 30 minutes looking for this video. You couldn't find it? I couldn't find uh. shit. I checked out this place's legitimacy. I'm like, thrillist. You know what I mean? But like, I checked them out. They're good. This is a legit story. This fucking happened. But you can't find that video. Like, Well, I mean... I mean, is it sick that I wouldn't see but, it? No, <laughs> I, no. Like, I agree. Yeah. Those kind of videos get posted by like bystanders. Yeah. I don't see this... like. You don't post a picture of your brother. Yeah, it can't be his he, sister. Like, yeah, his sister's not doing him while it. filming. Like, hey, well, but she's like, I'll post that video. You know what I mean? It, it's usually this kind of stuff. It's like a, a normal, like just a random person off the side. You know, has no. But my issue is, why are you and your sister trying to dip in the hot tub together? No, they were hiking. They were, okay, yeah, they were hiking, and he was say, like, "I'm about to dip into this pool, you know, and check the shit out." <laughs> and then it ended up being. Highly bye acidic bye, and yeah. boiled his ass. Well, I I think it says all in that park, like do not go in the water. Yeah, do not yeah, go yeah. in the water. I just there's yeah. a reason for that. It will like dissolve your whole entire body. Do you yeah. remember in? Uh, but if you want to get rid of a body, you should probably go there and throw it in. Much, yeah. <laughs> do you guys remember? And I feel like member break. Do you remember? Do you guys remember um, RoboCop when uh, the first one, the original one, when the dude was all melting? Oh yeah, you know, like yeah. that. Like <laughs> that's how. I, this is how fucked. That's up. how you picture it. I picture dude in there like melting away, and he's all like, "Jump in, it's fine," you know. And he's all like, his nose is falling off of his fucking face and shit. She's I, trying I to pe- grab him, like, oh my fingertips. Dude, I pictured the end of Terminator when he's yep. melted. Terminator, <laughs> thumbs up as he yeah. goes down. He's all like, "See ya." <laughs> I wonder if he did that. <laughs> that's why they cut it out of the video for copyright. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, that's right. That's why you couldn't find the video. He did the thumbs up at the end. Sorry, James buddy. Cameron would be furious. <laughs> that's horrible. But, I mean, it's oh, hot springs. So you know, what do you think is going to Hot springs, people. Yeah. That's no, man. I'm just, I'm not one to, to be that adventurous. Like, if Me I'm in either. a giant, I just have that common sense. It's not being a pussy. It's. They say don't go there, probably for a reason. It's not because I'm missing out on this beautiful thing. It's because something over there is going to fuck my ass up, and right. I don't need to be there. I mean, you know, I'm all for adventures, but then there's just being stupid. Well, so shit. That was they got quicksand and fucking in forests. Right. Shit, I'm not going to go dip my toe in it and yeah. toss it out and be like, is this real? Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> like, that's not going to happen. You are going to go down. I don't want to go out like that. I don't want to go out like that. It's a lake or a pond. I'm black, so I know. I'm not going to be the first one. Whether it's a lake or a pond or a boiling whatever, 
I'm not going in first, buddy. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> has to go in before me to let me know something. <laughs> Uh, we don't come back from that shit. <laughs> no, this is the really real world. There's no coming back. There's no coming back. <laughs> uh, Netflix dropped a trailer for a series of unfortunate events starring Neil Patrick Harris as Count Olaf. I didn't really recognize him at first. I, I did right away. Yeah. Right away. I mean, you can tell like when you look at his face, but like just the wig and stuff he's wearing. Yeah. He, I think it's, it's gonna, gonna be good, it. man. Oh, like yeah. just from just from the trailer that I saw. Oh, I was as soon like, as they announces, I was pretty excited. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Re- I didn't. I, like I remember. I think we said something about it. Like back in the right when it first got announced, yeah. and then after that, nothing. But after I saw the trailer and I see, because you know NPH, dude, he's good. He's oh, really yeah, good. Yeah, and when you see something like this, dude, and he's going to be playing Count Olaf, which takes a very versatile actor to mm-hmm. be able to do all of those different uh, impersonations, like he's the guy. You know, yeah. And like, that's big shoes to fill, too, like going right behind Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey yeah. Like Jim Carrey was that role. He I was so good I wonder if they'll throw him in there that. somewhere. But I don't think so. I mean, well, what else is he doing? He might as well go in there and make a cameo. He's being multi-millionaire rich Jim Carrey. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> he's like, what do you mean what I'm doing? I don't have to do anything. I don't have to do shit. I, do <laughs> I was shit. the mess, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Y'all seen Ace Ventura? I mean, I'm excited to see it. The movie was good, and they had already planned on doing more movies. It just didn't pop off. The, I guess the sales weren't enough to make it happen, but you know, I'm excited to see what they do with the Netflix. Netflix, you guys have been on fire lately. Keep it going. Don't mess up. And even Comcast, Comcast jumped in on Netflix. Like, I I pulled up my Comcast the other day, and they said, oh, this movie is on Netflix. And I'm like, Really? Since when did you guys jump in with Netflix and right. got a contract? And because people are um, going to it, I, I didn't want to miss out on that. Money I heard anymore. Disney's circling Netflix. Oh yeah, what? Disney has yeah. been circling Netflix for Disney's, all their original movies and all. Well, that no, good stuff. I heard Disney's circling to make an offer. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. there's been some stuff that Disney's right. interested in purchasing. They're gonna Netflix. buy Netflix. I mean, we already own Marvel, Ooh. and Marvel is you know doing big work. They've for already Netflix. signed. They've signed the exclusive deal with Netflix. <sighs> I, don't, I don't want them to buy. It's like stop buying everything stop I buying love. Everything. And they've been working <laughs> with Netflix and the Marvel TV shows. Yeah, they have. Dude, so. Disney they is have. just they're they're everywhere, man. They are. They, they are everywhere and everything. You're gonna buy DC Disney, huh? They better you can't not have both. No, you can't have. But you can't, can't have, have your cake both. and eat it too. No, you can't. Like, yes, I can. <laughs> Watch this, buddy. <laughs> uh, so I went and saw Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Uh, we're going to review this. Did you guys get a chance to see this at all? Not yet. Will. No, you did. Okay, all right. So we're going to talk I'm about. Excited. It. I, was, I was very yeah, drunk. I'll, you were. You were drunk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this would be so good. It was then. so good. <laughs> all right, let's get into Silver Screen Showdown. Do it. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Uh, this, I thought, I mean, you know, when, all right, first impression, I got in there, I was going in there extremely skeptical, okay? I mean, extremely skeptical. Mm-hmm. Uh, right when I got in there, I did, you know, I, I, it starts and they played just a little bit of the uh, Harry Potter theme song just a little just to kind of tease you and be like yeah we're going back into the world and then the whole score changes (laughs) and 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 you could just get taken into this 
completely other other world. And and then you know, dude, it was fun. It was fun. That's good. Absolutely fun. I loved it. Uh, this starts or stars Eddie Redmayne as Newt. Sam Redford as the customs official. Why the fuck do I give a fuck about that? Uh, Colin Farrell as Graves. Catherine Watterson as Tina. Samantha Morton as Mary Lou. Dan Fogler as Kowalski. Ezra Miller as Credence Barebone. Uh, can I just say right off the bat that Dan Fogler, this guy, I mean, this is Mr. Balls of Fury. Uh, he was in that movie with Dane Cook where he was like the uh, the the titty doctor. Yeah. And he had, like, the obsession with tits. Um, nice. <laughs> but he was good, man. Like, he was really, really good. Like, he stepped up his acting chops, I think, tenfold for this. Really? And, I mean, like, he was, like, you know, he was the slapsticky, you know, not the smartest uh, fat guy humor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it was still, he was so goddamn charming and lovable. You know, and, like, this movie, like, like I said, I went in there extremely skeptic. But as I started watching this movie... Dude, halfway in, like, I'm like, there was parts that were making me tear up. Like, I was, I, I got completely emotionally invested into this film, which is something I've said before. That is what, that that's what it takes for a movie to really win me over, is when I'm sitting there watching it and nothing else matters. Everything else just I'm goes invested. away. And I am completely invested mm-hmm. in this movie. Uh, Colin Farrell, what, go ahead. Yeah, did you like no, it? No, I thought it was it great. Was I was... Um, unlike you, I went in there like being like the movie's ready to go. Yeah, because I, I, I'm not a huge like Harry Potter fan. Yeah, but I love the world she made. Yeah. So to me, this movie was like everything about the Harry Potter world I love. Minus the stuff I don't like that much, which is basically what it was. So I thought Newt was great. I thought uh, you know Jacob was great. Like he was just this. I love that they included someone who didn't have magic as one of the main cast members. I thought that was a fun thing to do. What were some of the uh, some of the characters that really stuck out to you? Like he, you know, he's not main uh, like a main character, but Ron Perlman's character, the uh, oh god damn it, what was his name? He was the little troll. Oh yeah, uh, he wanted um, he wanted the one uh, they showed in the trailer. Yeah, 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 yeah dude. Yeah, like yeah. He, I that loved cool. his that character. Want to go see? Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I loved his character. And like, I'm just a big you know Ron Perlman fan. Mm-hmm. You know, bottom line, anyway. But well, and I like that they decided to set this in 1920s. I thought that was kind of cool. Hell yeah! Did they ever establish at what year Harry Potter was? Yeah, Harry Potter takes place in the, I believe, the mid 90s. Well, so, no, it takes uh, place now. It takes place now. Is it now? Well, no, so, yeah, so, and then so that, it, this was 70 years before. Okay, but so, so, but so the last book takes place. The, the, the book ends the year the first books were released. Gotcha. So that's how it works. And that's, when the, and that's what people always say about, like, oh, you never got your Hogwarts letter when you turned 13 or 14 mm-hmm. because yeah. the Ministry of Magic records were destroyed. Gotcha. That's what people always say. Wow. I mean... I mean, are we going to break into spoilers here? Cause we're going to get it. Yeah, we're going to take a break, a and then we're, we're going to come there. back and... Yeah, we're going to come back yeah. and spoil it. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back with more. On the Ninja Starship. Yeah. All right, on your hop. Oh. Here's some attachment issues. Now come on, pick it. Pick it. Now they're not going to bully you. Now come on. Pick it. All right. 
that is exactly why they accuse me of favoritism. <laughs> All right, we are back. We are now getting into a very spoiler-filled review of Fantastic Beasts. And where to find them? This is a spoiler-filled review. Spoilers, 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 spoilers. The spoilers are ahead. Hide your kids. Spoilers. Hide your, Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Spoilers ahead. <laughs> so we got the giant cameo at the end, which wasn't really that big of a spoiler because once I I did a like it was a, it was totally. Holy shit to me. I didn't know. I didn't know at all. You didn't hear about it? I didn't hear about it at all. So I was completely surprised and pleasantly surprised. I didn't mind yeah. it. They um, mentioned him for the next one. They that's what they said. He was going to be the next couple ones. Johnny Depp shows up at the very end of this Boom. as the bad guy. Yeah, he is like villain. the main villain of this fucking shit. He's the Voldemort Fantastic Beast. What? <laughs> <laughs> and you mentioned he was in disguise. Yes. Was he there yeah, most he was, of the movie yes. and you just didn't know? Yeah, he oh, was. Uh, he was. Colin Farrell. Yes. Colin, yeah, he yes. was Colin Farrell the oh, whole time. Shit. <laughs> I think his name was uh, Grim Grimwald. Was that uh Grimwald or Griswold? Something like that. Not, it wasn't Griswold. That it should have been Griswold, that. though. <laughs> IMDb doesn't Why have does a Grimwald goddamn thing, of course. Look, look, look in the second movie. Oh, they can't put it up there yet. I ain't looking in a fucking second movie. <laughs> We're ain't talking about the second movie. <laughs> well, that's what it'll probably list his name. So his name is is not important. His yeah. name is Johnny Depp, and he's but in this movie. <laughs> yeah, he, he's he's kind of like the villain, which is cool. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, you know, I, he didn't look any. It wasn't like shocking to see him like that. Like he looks just like he does in so many yeah. other movies. Yeah. Like he looked like Mad Hatter, just like a little more evil and yeah. heroiny. Apparently you know, the fans less aren't face, happy about less face it, will make up. Some people, yeah, a lot of people bitched about was it. Was that bad? No, it wasn't bad at all. I, it, it, it's getting lot, mixed reviews. A lot of people aren't happy with Johnny Depp right now. Yeah, they just don't like Johnny Depp. Oh, and uh, for some people, yeah. it took a lot of them out of the movie because they were like, oh, what the fuck? Because like, his drama with his chick in yeah. real life? There's or? that. And yeah, it, it's. I don't understand how it matters. Like they, the, they interviewed the director about, you know, oh, how do you feel about this whole thing with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard and blah, 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 blah. Blah, and he's like, listen. The, the director was like, nobody was in that room but those two. Nobody knows what happened. He's you like, it would what? be unfair for me to to be judge and jury yeah. with everything in the underlying words of saying uh, he's a fucking huge megastar that's about yeah. to make me a bunch of money, and I don't give a fuck what he did. He didn't get in, he didn't get uh, 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 goddamn condemned for it. Yeah, yeah he didn't. He, he wasn't uh, convicted of it. So you know, I hate to take this role, but he's an actor. He does it. This is his job. He does a good job. If he does stuff in his personal life, see that, and I, I've you know, I've I've had this argument with people before. I know, do not give, give a shit one, you know? about who you are in your personal That's life. Your personal when you're life, an entertainer, if you're when a you're a job, fucking entertainer, do I don't job. give. And like, look, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this right now, but I don't give a fuck. Nope. Would you still go buy tickets to go see Bill Cosby? Probably. I would. Just because Garen, goddamn T. I wouldn't. Dude. I would. You want to know why I, I would? I mean, you're not you want to know why I would? I have free tickets, I go. This is why I would. Because that guy has filled fucking auditoriums and fucking venues for years. Before all this shit came Filled them and, and fucking made these people laugh hysterically. Just because he was accused of all this other shit and he's a fucking piece of shit, per se, in his other fucking life. <laughs> is, was, was he convicted? Ever convicted? No, he just paid everybody off. He wasn't convicted. Was he? 
Was he convicted? Well, yeah, but if we didn't know about this stuff, I thought, I thought they were still, still going, going on. To see him before I haven't heard shit. Well, yeah. yeah. All I heard was you know. 70 cases of it were dropped because they were all bullshit. <laughs> mm, I mean, money Regardless, talks. The fucking we'll point is, the point is, I don't give a fuck who he is in his normal life because I'm paying to go have him make me fucking laugh, which is what his job does, which is what he's done for years, and he's a legend in that for that. Now, people want to hate on Bill Cosby because he's got all this fucking dark cloud over him right now. That is not going to stop me from buying a fucking ticket and having a good time. You know what? As far as in my head, that's like something coming out about Kevin Hart. You've already went to go see his movies. You already know he's funny. You laugh at him all the fucking time. Right. But now all of a sudden, if something came out about the man, now all of a sudden he's the black pariah. Like, uh-huh. oh, we're never going to go see him again. Like, you already went to go see him. You laughed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So while he was doing whatever you said he was doing, uh-huh. you laughed. So I wouldn't go see Bill Cosby, but... If another Lethal Weapon movie came out, I'll go see that. In light of the television show? I haven't seen that yet. It's on my... Uh-huh, yeah. No, Mel Gibson's making a comeback. He's yeah, getting his, his Hollywood like, comeback. Yeah, yes. like, like, like I, would, I would go support another Lethal Weapon movie, but I wouldn't support I would. the Crosby show, too. <laughs> <laughs> no all reunions. Right. So, uh, all right, all right, off the track of Bill Cosby. Back to Fantastic Beasts. Uh, what did you guys think of our, uh, our our leading actor's performance, Eddie Redmayne as Newt? I liked him. I loved him. That yeah, was the main guy was, with yeah. the briefcase. Uh, yeah. I'm not familiar with him as far as other stuff. Uh, just from what I read on Reddit, people are like, yeah, he's kind of an annoying, you know, whatever. But it's like, that's why he did so good in this role. It fit mm-hmm. him perfect. You know, he's kind of like the socially awkward, a bit, you know, reserved mm-hmm. uh, type guy. Kind of like the nerdy guy, you know. Right. And uh, it just... Very um, lovable. Yeah. Every character in this was just 100% lovable. It was great, yeah. Dude, that scene when they have to get rid of uh, Kowalski, when they have to take him up the stairs and, like, put him into the rain so his fucking memories go away because he can't remember any of the magic shit. Bro, I was so I died like a – I cried like such a bitch at that part. (laughs) I'm like, I'm watching this. And he's all like trying to convince himself, you know, and it's not like the same. It's just like, yeah. oh my God, I can't, like, because you love the people so much. That's how good they did at this character development. You know, you, dude, you fell instantly in yeah. love with these people. Uh, what, what was this girl? Yeah, I, I like that relationship between the, the two of them. Yes. Yeah. And like, you saw that happening yeah, right away. It but was like, awesome. It's so good. And then, like, that was the she's he's like it oh, gives you know, me, it gives me hope yeah it gives me hope oh my god like I love I love it when the fat guy hooks up with the hot chick well, I'm all for that and so at the end I was like <laughs> I was like please do something where he doesn't lose his memory I was hoping they would run away together or something mm-hmm. or maybe like she was um or she was gonna do something that make the spell not work so so we were arguing this though we think because what that guy was supposed to do was supposed to make bad memories go away, mm-hmm. and his memories are all good memories, mm-hmm. which is why then when they showed you the bakery, he was, like, baking in the shapes of the monsters, yeah. that he could actually get his memory back, which oh. is why when he saw her, he got all giddy, because he was starting to remember, or at least, like, she showed him, like, he was having dreams about it. Yeah, yeah. So. Can we get some fucking fifths of that giggle water? Yes. Just <laughs> saying. That was awesome. That shit was great. Like, dude, you, like, do a shot of this water, and you're all like, what? Like right afterwards. It's awesome. Butterbeer going it just, on? It looks fun. Ah, it nice. looks fun. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, Ezra Miller as Credence Barebone. 
Uh, Ezra Miller, as we all know, is about to play or is playing The Flash in the upcoming Justice League movie. Yes. Uh, he was a bit weird in this. Um, was that his character? That's Yeah, that's okay. definitely his character. Uh, he is ugly as all fuck. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> ugly as all fuck. Was he the... I mean, Jesse... Is he a pretty boy? He was boy? the fucking um, like. What do you think? Whatever, about whatever the uh, them goddamn no, the <laughs> shit that's in fucking. He's like reminiscent of Sandman from Spider Man or like the fucking black smoke monster but from I mean, Lost. He, he, he was like that second Salem kid or whatever. Yeah, I didn't recognize him. You didn't recognize him? No. The fucking black haired kid. Yeah, who looked like he was. looked like a fucking young version of Lurch. Yeah, that's what from I thought. the Adams family. Yeah, that's what I thought the whole time. <laughs> that's who's going to be Flash. <laughs> Yeah, that's him. Oh, I do not like that's that guy. He's an awkward. Yeah, that's him. He's an awkward. I did not recognize guy. him. Yeah, Flash, that was him. He still throws me off. Uh, I thought, you know, like when the big black smoke monster was the thing that was the uh, main the main antagonist in this movie. Like that, that was the only thing that it bothered me, but not to the point where it made me not like it. You know what I mean? Like I was like, well. Some big black mist. I mean, it's kind of tied in with the dude, so it's like, I get it. I get it. There's an essence in there, but, like, stop with the fucking cloud monsters. Yes. You know what I yes. mean? Stop yeah. with the cloud started monsters. started that lost. lost. Lost, I think. Yeah. So dumb. And it was dumb then, and it's dumb now. Flash lately. Like, come up with that. stupid some more creative, not yeah. shitty used already. And you know stuff. the 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 briefcase full of monsters. I mean, it like that was cool. It reminded me of well, of course you like it. He's carrying around a fucking briefcase of Pokemon. <laughs> <Monster>. <laughs> <You know>? uh. <laughs> I mean, he is. But you know, it's 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 especially for people like like I think that this movie is really going to speak to collectors big time because it's like. Newt's one of us. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Like, yep. he goes out and searches yeah. and finds these exotic things and then finds out everything he can about them to then tell everybody that doesn't care. And I'm like, yeah. that's like us. You know? Yeah, we find out, like, yeah. dude, I, I was up for, I was up till about four in the morning last night researching live streaming and all this other kind of <laughs> shit. And then. I wake up and I'm telling Nikki about it and she could give a fuck less, <laughs> you know, but she's a sweetheart and listened anyway. So right, I'm like, yeah. like, so for that, thanks, babe. But, you know, I'm like, and I, it's just, you know, I don't know. I'm like that. Too. It's one of the things, you know, like What's you find something you're passionate about. If you get you're going to have the whole collection, like, come on. Oh, I'm a completist, dude. Yeah, me too. Oh, my God. Yeah, I can't have like two and seven. I have to have everything. <laughs> if some shit comes out at McDonald's and the Happy Meal and the boy is happy, I'm like, well, I'm going to go buy the rest on yeah. sale for you. So, What do we think is going to happen with uh, – what, what do we know about the, the, the next film on its way? I don't know very I much. don't know anything Other than it. Johnny Depp's the villain? That's Yeah, other than Johnny Depp's the villain, that's all I know. one book of this series? There's not a book. It's not a book. It's not was a book. it? No, it's not a book so, at all. So it's, it's – it's based off of the book that Hagrid has his class get. Gotcha. And so it's the so so this is about the guy who wrote the book. And so I, I thought the movie was gonna be about the book, but no, at, at this point he's already pretty much written the book. And so I think the next couple four movies are gonna be about them. Four? Yeah. They've announced oh, there's gonna be five movies in the series. <laughs> and so I think the next four movies is gonna be about them taking on Johnny Depp's character. And you know what? Let me wow. just say something. <laughs> Like Johnny Depp was married to that chick. 
and then got divorced. So you know he paid out the ass <laughs> to get just to turn her right back around and get. I'm gonna be your bad. He's guy, the bitch. main bad guy in the like whole it? next Harry Potter franchise. How do you like you, bitch. I'm just Voldemort. like he's like. Go ahead, go ahead. Here, you know what? It doesn't matter. I literally show up and get fucking paid. <laughs> I'm your Voldemort. And now I heard that his, I heard she's dating Elon Musk now. Amber Heard. She's dating the the billi- or yeah the billionaire of, of Tesla. So yeah. I mean. I don't know. I think that she would be blacklisted after that. (laughs) That'd be totally awkward, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere, bitch. I'm here. (laughs) You can't get rid of me now. (laughs) Let's see. I forgot what she even looks like. Let's look her up. That's Amber Heard. This is Johnny Depp's now ex-wife. Yeah. Yeah. She's pretty. Eh. You You know what she kind of looks like? She kind of reminds me of uh, that chick from Saved by the Bell that was in fucking Showgirls. Oh, uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth uh, something or other. Yeah, yeah her. That's what that she reminds me of. Uh, I don't got money. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I don't know. I would. I would. I, she I'd, could use I'd some run tits, away. though. I, I would mean, run away. She's got no yes. boobs. Totally run away. All right, none. Let's take a break. When we come back, we Jake Elliott from Pop Culture Leftovers is going to be joining us. Hey. We are going to be diving into NXT Takeover Toronto. The pre-show for Survivor Series, which starts tonight. All that and more when we come back on the Ninja Starship. The Macho Man Randy Savage is not a happy. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. Outside interference here. I'm living in a nightmare. But the cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. I am the cream. Yeah, let me say it to you. Let me say it out loud. The cream of the crop. I am the cream. I am the cream, yeah. The cream of the crop. I'm on my way. On balance, off balance doesn't matter. Nobody does it better. So while we're waiting to connect with Jake from Pop Culture Leftovers, we're going to go ahead and rate Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. On our scale of uh, go to the theater, wait till Redbox, or don't go see it at all, what do you give it? See it in theaters. See it in theaters? I mean, based on the trailers that I've seen, see it in theaters, because that's what we're going to do next week. So <laughs> Seeing it in theater. All right. So there you go. You have it. I mean, the movie. I'll see it. I, I loved it, dude. I really did. I, I left. When I left the theater, I was like, this was fun. This was fun. And you really cared about the characters, man. Like, I, that. that's it, it. What more do you want? You know, especially going into a franchise of people you don't know and characters yeah. you don't know. Is it don't go looking for Harry Potter, but expect something new and different for yeah. yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't expect to see any Harry Potter characters or anything like that. But it's definitely some of the class. There's some there's some stuff that's similar. But again, this is set in the United States versus being set over in England. So yeah, all right. I'm I think excited. this is one of the first movies where we all gave it the same rating. Did we all agreed? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Go figure <laughs> shit. <laughs> this is monumental. Yeah. Oh, we got a caller? Boom. Yeah, we've got a caller. Hey. Jake. Hey. What's up, man? How are you? Not much. I'm good. Hey, good. Dude. Welcome to the show. Nice. Are we already on? Yeah, we are oh, live man. right now, bro. We are live. 
Well, holy shit. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. All right, well, I just can, because... I can swear, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Say whatever you want. <laughs> right. Well, just because, uh, you know, this is this is monumental, we're going to talk about two different things. We got a brand new uh, guest, who's our first-time guest. We made a really sweet segment intro. So, Jess, let it rip. Understand this. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Brock Lesnar is next! And Brock got Goldberg leaves it! Brock Lesnar and Goldberg! Brock Lesnar challenged me to a fight. But he didn't have the balls to do it himself! He made Paul Heyman... His fat little stooge do it for him. And I thought to myself, maybe, maybe I have one more ass kicking left in me. I thought to myself, maybe I have one badass spear left in me. Then I thought to myself, maybe I have one last devastating jackhammer in me Brock Lesnar not only does that mean that you're next but most importantly it means Brock Lesnar you're last Shinsuke Nakamura is an undeserving contender Shinsuke Nakamura has not done what I did to win this championship and he sure as heck is not material to be number one contender. Ringo! Time is up! Bring me Nakamura! Or bring me my championship! So last night... Dude. What? That's how you bring out some shit, Jimmy. What the fuck? I didn't even watch this shit, but I was so hyped. During- oh, my God. <laughs> so last night, uh, NXT took over Toronto. Uh, this was probably one of the best displays of professional wrestling that I have ever seen in my life. And I say that with absolutely zero sugarcoating on this, okay? The, for, the, the debut entrance is Bobby Roode with the probably one of the coolest entrances of all fucking time. I mean, dude, this guy, like, he won the match just off the fucking entrance. entrance yeah. As soon as he came out, it's like, <laughs> give it to this guy. Uh, Jake, you being our guest of honor, uh, tell us, what, what was your thoughts on this first match of Bobby Roode versus Ty Dillinger? I thought it was a great match. Um, I, I also loved the entrance. Um, it's so crazy how over Bobby Roode is just based on his entrance theme music alone. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this guy is over. Um, I thought it was a decent match, um, if only a little bit predictable. I mean, we know Bobby Roode is going to be pushed to the top very quickly. So yep. I found it hard to believe that the perfect 10 was going to get any kind of victory here. So, yeah, it was a good match, though. I totally loved it, man. I, uh, I mean, to kick off the show... You know, like that was the way to kick off the show. And I totally agree with you as as Bobby Roode is so over right now. He like I 
after what we'll get into what what happened with, with the championship match, but with that result, it just affirms more that what they plan on doing with Bobby Roode. Yeah, I I completely agree. I completely agree. Um, I I feel bad that he got the clean win over Dillinger, though. I would have liked to seen a little bit of cheatery there. Yeah, I would have too. I but I, I took it either way. I mean, it, it, regardless of happened, whether he beat him clean or dirty, I was still happy with the result. No, no, I agree. I agree. Bobby Roode had to win here. There was no other way around it. Will, what did you think? It was great. Good match. I mean, <laughs> Bob, I mean he's, he's, Bobby Roode is great. But I mean, he's one of those guys, too, that, like, I like him because it shows that WB has kind of loosened their their stance they had for a few years on outside company guys. Mm-hmm. And I think NXT, this takeover, showed that. I mean, if you look at their top matches, they were all guys from other companies mm-hmm. that you wouldn't necessarily give them a light day with previously. Um, I think it's one thing. is It's like Bobby Roode's over like, like the hardcore fans knew who he was coming in, mm-hmm. which they get excited for. They cheer. So then the guys who don't really know him are like, wait, who's this guy? Why are they so excited for it? And then they get excited for him. Oh, yeah. And so it's just definitely showing. And they're kind of like, they're letting him be him, which only makes it even better. Yeah. Well, just imagine, like, what's going to happen when he moves up yeah. to the main roster. Oh, that's going to be incredible. Oh, my yeah. God. People hey, are going to Can go- I just say real quick yeah. that um, it's just, like, further proof how bad TNA really fucked up when you got guys <laughs> like Bobby Roode. And Austin Aries and AJ Styles and, and countless others. I mean, Small all these Joe. guys were under the TNA tent at the same fucking time. Yeah, and this this company couldn't fucking hold water. I mean, what the fuck? What this, I what? Go ahead, Will. Sorry. No, uh, yeah, yeah. TNA TNA made some of these awesome homegrown guys. AJ Styles, Mojo, Bobby Roode. They're more or less homegrown guys for TNA, and they just didn't push them at all. Now their WB has them, and WB is like, we're gonna push you. We're gonna let you do what you do best. And now it's fantastic. Like, I've said this before on Top Rope Review, but it's like, I think within the next two years, the WrestleMania, most of the matches will have former ex, uh, former TNA guys in it. As I, top guys. I 100% agree. And no Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the next match, the 2016 Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Final. This was between the Authors of Pain Long pause. Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. He paused mid-sentence. No, they Shit. fucked up. I'm I'm looking I'm looking on this and it's not saying anything about their opponent on the fucking main WWE website. Uh-oh. It just says back. It's TM61. <laughs> <laughs> it just says the authors of pain. That's it. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, anyway, they defeat TM61 to win the 2016 Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. And if anything further says that NXT has their shit together, uh, this was the match that said so. I mean, th- these guys, you got you put you pulled one of the most old school uh, tricks in the book, and you put Paul Ellering, precious Paul Ellering, in a cage, lifted him above the mat. Like I haven't seen that shit in years. I'm talking years. They put him above. They put him above the man. And he's sitting there coaching, and like he fucking threw a chain down to him. And I'm, dude, this was some fucking old school badass wrestling right here. This was tag team wrestling, like you haven't seen. And if I'll, like, what I want to know is how this show can have shit so tight and so good as far as their creative department. 
and then you have Monday Night Raw that is taking complete shit on itself. Well, <laughs> it's because NXT answers to Triple H. Mm-hmm. Monday Night Raw answers to Vince McMahon. Yeah. So you think it's yeah. that much of a difference? Yeah. Like Triple I mean, H just knows cru- what the, the people want? The Cruiserweights is a perfect example of that. I mean, look at the transition between on NXT and on Raw. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. It's going to be interesting because they're giving the Cruiserweights their own show. So it'll be interesting to see what the Cruiserweight show is going to be like. Because a lot of people are kind of losing interest in the Cruiserweights lately. And they haven't been liking this much on Raw. So I don't care about him on Raw. But the Cruiserweight Classic was a yeah, fantastic it, yeah, show. Yeah, I went back and watched that, dude. That was badass. Yeah. Like, it, my- it's because they're not allowed to do their shit on Raw. They're, they're purposely toned down by Vince McMahon. So well, they don't show off to be better than like the giant guys it, it, that he has such a hard on for. Yeah, exactly. And this is making sense too because they they like they take the time to switch the aprons, switch the ropes. Like they don't they don't make the cruiserweights part of Raw. They just make the cruiserweights happen on Raw. So once mm-hmm. they give them their own show, it should be a lot better. Am I am I the only one that spent way too much time trying to figure out how they switch those ropes so fast? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about it. <laughs> Shit. Uh, I think a lot about that. Um, but I mean, you know, altogether, like, look, look, man, that that trophy, that trophy is badass yeah. and gorgeous. It's huge. The giant boots. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the whole thing, man. Like, I like that. That just that that sets the tone. Like, I'm such a sucker for fucking setting the tone and the right ambiance to something. You know that I believe that setting the tone and ambiance to an event makes up for when the event fails in certain ways, you yeah. know, because you're like, yeah, you know, that dude might have tripped, but that fucking whole setup looks sweet as hell. You know, it just, it kind of, it, it compensates for it. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 um, I, I have to completely disagree on, on the uh, Dusty Road stuff. I, I thought the tournament was a giant letdown this year. Really? To last year. Why, what, uh, go ahead and uh, elaborate on that. I just I, the authors of pain don't do anything for me, and I don't see them having any kind of a successful transition to Raw or SmackDown. Uh, I see them as the equivalent of I'm having a brain fart here. The guys that are on SmackDown right now, the Legion of Doom ripoff team, yeah, the Ascension. Uh, the, what, what what's their name? The, the Ascension. Ascension. Yes, yes, yes. I feel like the same thing's going to happen to these guys. Like they're just destroyed everyone here on NXT and the second they get over to the main roster they're going to be the biggest jobbers on the fucking card. That's kind of the same thing that happened with uh, Baron Colbin was like like they're still trying to push him but no one's really into him. Yeah and it seemed like they were just starting to kind of turn that around and then they fucked that up too Yeah. But, so just, <laughs> but yeah, yeah I don't know. And I, I don't find TM61 to be very charismatic either I thought this was like perfectly sound like in ring match like there was nothing technically wrong with the wrestling but neither is neither of these teams are really that over to me well it, it's and, yeah well i mean the, the the best tag match happened later in the night and that was kind of like though that's where their the, the good tag divisions at was in the championship match that happened yeah no argument there at all but that when you've got something in honor of dusty roads i think you really need to bring it for the finale and i wasn't a big fan of a lot of these thrown together teams but maybe that's what we needed at the end here to make this a little bit more of a spectacle. So you feel that for such for such a, a deserving award that it, it just lacked in, in performance for such an award? Yeah, I just didn't feel like the match itself was much of a draw. I, the, the performance was fine. I mean, this was a fine three out of five star match. It was, uh-huh. it was fine. 
I just feel like there was no draw here. Like no one was tuning in to NXT to see who was going to win the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Championship. I, I don't think a single person. And, and I think that's a little bit of a letdown and a disservice to Dusty Rhodes and this tournament. I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember who was Samoa Joe's partner last year for it. Oh shit! I'm drawing it, a blank on that. Like, too. That's I what it was. It was like Samoa Joe and was it? It wasn't Finn because I think Finn was still hurt, wasn't he? Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. But um, I feel like last year was a draw. Yeah, like I was, was invested. It was, it was. It was like Samoa Joe and Rhino were on separate ends versus two younger guys. Like it was, it was these two makeshift tag teams, but they did awesome. Yeah, it was awesome, and the other guys were great as like underdogs against yeah. such like established like people. Or I don't know. I don't think either of these guys will be over in five years in the main roster, either TM61 or the Authors of Pain. Yeah, I'm not really liking the Authors of Pain that much. I, to, to me, they're, they're kind of like the Shield meets the Usos meets the Extension. Like it's to me, their gimmick isn't original enough. Yeah. No, no. We've it's, seen this gimmick in sixty other yeah. WWE tag teams. We see this gimmick in half the indie guys that wrestle. These kind <laughs> That's of, true. Yeah, That's true. Yeah, this match to me was probably the biggest flop of the night. I don't know. The the thing that, that won me over was just the, the Paul Ellering in the cage. And maybe like they did that just to like get that much more of the casual fan into it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? That that kind of gave me bad Vinny Russo WCW flashback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, who's having ba- the bad flashbacks? <laughs> All right. Uh, the NXT Tag Team Championship match. Two out of three falls match. This was best of three. DIY versus The Revival. DIY takes the NXT Tag Team Championships. How do we feel about this match? Will, I'm going to let you lead this one. Uh, a lot of people, especially online, were saying that this was the match of the night. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was a fantastic match from start to finish. It was just, like, quick-paced. Just It kept you going. It told a good story. And way to go with the sudden death. Just yeah. like, we're going to sell you the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was totally it, man. I like, I, I mean, like I said, dude, like, I'm, you know, I, I'm not one to really push my glasses up and like kind of talk shit about something. Like, I'm, I'm very easily entertained. You know, I'm like, oh, shiny. I like it. Like, that, that's, that's me. Um, it takes something, you know, really off putting for me to not get into something, you know? So uh, even like how we talked about the, you know, the last match. Match, like how there might not have been a draw just with the cage above it I, I, I accepted it, I moved on I, I, I'm going to lay that as a good match until you see this next match then this goes to show you what the fuck is up with tag team wrestling 100% DIY dude Like these guys just this, this. do you think that they like planned this whole thing out or do you think that they went with, uh, went with more of like the let's just go with it in the ring and, and feed off each other. Well, these guys have been working house shows together for the last three months. So yeah. I honestly think they just have such a good chemistry together that they're just going in there and putting on a show. That's what I felt, dude, yeah. because when I watched this, I was like, this doesn't look, this looks very free form. This looks very, you know, just kind of like, like they, they, like you said, they've been doing this for so long that they know how each other work now. And it was apparent last night, man. Like, Holy fuck, you could sell out that match over and over across the country. The same goddamn match. I don't know how how you'd be able to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, they, they 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 probably had their they probably had the couple finishes like kind of planned out, but 
most of that stuff was probably just all called in the ring, mm-hmm. all just doing what they knew needed to get done. Mm-hmm. What were some things that really stuck out to you, Jake, uh, as far as this match? Oh, this this was a great match. Great match. I mean, I know it's always a little bit tropey when you do these best out of three falls where it's never going to be a clean win. Like, has there ever been one of these matches where we've seen just someone just take it two falls? Yeah, no, not not a not. No, this I've never seen a two out of three squash match ever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually would like to see that sometime. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. With James Ellsworth. Yeah, the chemistry between these two guys was great. Um, I haven't read any of the online like reviews. I, I didn't want to read any of that and have any of that kind of soak into my opinion. And um, I'm really excited to see what people thought of this because I honestly thought it was better than uh, Brooklyn. And I thought Brooklyn was by far a five-star best match of the night on that show, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was just fucking incredible. Yeah, it was, man. Like, I, I I was so fucking invested into this, you know, like, and I was live tweeting the whole thing. And then like, I was looking at the spaces in between my tweets and the longest space was during this match because yeah. I was just, sitting there, <laughs> I was just watching just this like, Oh it, my yeah. God. Yeah. I was loving it. Yeah. Such this was a, a great one. match. This was a great match. I was, uh, we were recording uh PCL last night, so I didn't get to watch this until about like midnight one in the morning last night. And, oh uh, man. So you had to stay off social media and everything. I did good too. I was a good boy. I did not get anything spoiled for this entire event. Good man, because like I, dude, I am, I am like the biggest spoiler pussy when it comes to uh, fucking sporting events. Yeah. Like you know, like they'll be like, oh, the Detroit Red Wings are playing in it. I'll be like, sweet, I'm gonna record it. And then if I like, I check my fucking Facebook and I just happen to see they won, I won't watch the shit. Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. care. You know, and, and like I get it. It's for the moments. It's not for the game. The moment's over. They won. I don't want to watch. It, <laughs> yeah, it's so hard too because your friends know you're into the stuff, and then they want to get excited when they see stuff. Oh so they're yeah, texting you and shit. So it's not just social media. Like it's like, fuck. yeah, you got to shut the phone off. You got yeah. you got to go dark. I was I was so <laughs> mad that uh, for Hell in the Cell, like the only match I cared about was the Becky Lynch Charlotte yeah. Hell in the Cell match, and I was watching Hell in the Cell kind of late, so it's you know, so I was behind. Yeah, and I jumped on Facebook for a quick second because they. Non wrestling buddy of mine post tagged me in something, so I knew it wasn't gonna be wrestling related. Oh, yeah, but I was on my newsfeed for half a second and boom. in between, and there it was like someone had posted that you know, I think it was WBE themselves posted <laughs> like Charlotte wins the belly. I was like, God damn it! <laughs> I just picture you like dropping your phone, <laughs> dropping to your knees in the rain, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, WWE's the fucking worst. I had to delete their app because their app like spoiled SummerSlam yeah. for me. Like, as soon as it was over, they sent you a notification about who won. Oh, no. Well, like, like the night that uh, Shaming Man came back, like, no. like a half an hour after he came back, we were they there. Changed, yeah. They changed the banner of their Facebook page to have Shane on it. So like if you didn't if you hadn't watched you know it live, then you it would get spoiled that Shane was on it because they instantly changed their, their banner of their Facebook page to have Shane McMahon on it. Dude, and that was huge. Yeah. All four of us jumped out of our seats when Shane's music hit. Yeah. We were all jumping like, <laughs> "Oh shit!" Oh, you guys amazing. were at that show? Yeah, we yeah. were there. Yeah, that was at uh, Joe Louis Arena in Detroit. Oh, that's awesome, dude! It was amazing, absolutely. That's and that awesome. was my first RAW too. Yeah. Uh, the best WWE event I've been present for was I was at the Chicago um, Money in the Bank where CM Punk fought John Cena oh, and yeah. walked nice. out with the belt. Hell yeah. I haven't seen a, a, a pay-per-view in Chicago yet, but I want to because it's like the wrestling shit city. Oh, yeah. Like, it's the crowd's always on fire. I was in Vegas for uh, Money in the Bank, 
And, uh, dude, I did everything I could to try to get tickets to that, oh, but I it was remember. not happening. They're like, you're trying to go to Money in the Bank in Las Vegas? They're like, these tickets are gone, yeah. dude, unless you want to pay, like, 500 bucks. I'm like, no, nah, I'm sorry. I'm good. <laughs> I was good, we, we got way off track. Totally. I was just about to pull us back, but I'm like, I don't care. I haven't checked fun. the dates yet, though, but sometimes C2E2 falls on a wrestling pay-per-view. Yeah. So I haven't checked this year yet to see if it's happening. I'm hoping. Well, if it does, man, we'll uh, we'll be all there. Yeah. We'll fucking throw a room party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. I would pro- I would probably skip Sunday C2E2 for a wrestling pay-per-view. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Back to NXT TakeOver Toronto. Uh, Asuka versus Mickey. Oh, hey, hey, yes. can I say one more thing about DIY? Sure. How, how long do you think these two turn against each other and they run that program? Mm. Mm. That's got to happen, right? Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, they kind of hinted at it with the CWC stuff. I would say. I mean, I'm putting in like every scenario right now, and I'm like, uh, I would say as soon as they, they lose the belts. Okay, so not by next takeover, but maybe by WrestleMania. Yeah, I would say I would not be surprised if they weren't one of the headlining matches at Brooklyn Takeover. Yeah, I agree. All right, we going into the women's match now. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. sorry about this. that. No, you're good. NXT Women's Championship match: Asuka versus Mickey James for the NXT Women's Championship. Asuka defeats Mickey James, which this was predictable. Right off rip. She hasn't lost yet. She hasn't lost yet. But even, like, this, there wasn't, what, what's the fucking payoff here? You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you putting Mickey with, with Asuka? Yeah, this match was super disappointing. I, I just think they've cleaned out. They've gutted their women's division right now. Yeah. And they're they're just working hard to build people up. I think they're trying to get Billy Kay up there. They're trying to get Ember Moon up there. Yeah. And they're just not quite there yet to fight Asuka. So they just kind of had to throw whatever person they can get against her this time around. Right. Yeah. And I think they were trying to help make this, like, I felt like they were really trying to make this takeover event something really special. They did. And so, and so bringing out, bringing back Mickey James, I thought that was a good way to do it. You know, mm-hmm. um, it was good too. Cause it, cause it, it builds Asuka more here. She beats someone who has a prestige in the WBEs, won the women's title several times. So it's just, it, it was good overall. I, I thought it was a decent match, but I'm, I'm a huge Asuka Mark, so yeah. I am gonna... also a huge Asuka Mark. Yeah, yeah so, she's the greatest. Absolutely. So I was going to be excited for the match, pretty much no matter what. Um, yeah, I, love I wasn't. Her. I wasn't a huge fan of the finish. I felt like Nikki James tapped out kind of quick. Yeah, um, I would like to see a little bit more of a her outfit. Is she going to too, man? <laughs> yeah, like 1977 or something. Yeah. yeah, dude. Like I wasn't feeling. I was not feeling the pants at all. Like I'm like, uh, no, nah, that's just, just not doing it. I just never. I, like I know Mickey James is like went on and did some great stuff and TNA and other wrestling companies, but like I just have a hard time because when she left WB, it was like right during that storyline where they were doing about the whole body image thing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like the whole time I'm watching, I'm just thinking of that, like. You know, but. I don't know. I, I see Asuka as being at the top of the game for a long time uh, until they start bringing in somebody that's going to uh, at least be believable as some kind of a threat to her. It's going to be a while before she, you know, gets rid of that belt, man. Like, yeah, they're going to they're they're give it to Ember Moon. Happens. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. That's yeah. What, it's going to but it's going to it's going to be a, a minute. You know what I mean? It will. It's probably I mean, some people disagree with me on this, but I've kind of feel like they've turned. NXT Brooklyn into like their moving up show. Mm-hmm. And so 
I think Asuka is going to go into, into, into the Brooklyn pay-per-view yeah. as a champion. I think she's going to lose it at the, at the pay-per-view, and then she'll debut on Raw either the next night or a few weeks later. Uh-huh. But I think you're, send, you're sending her to Raw? I think she's going to be on Raw, yeah. You think so? I think so. I mean, unless that's a, what my gut tells me too. But a, I want her on SmackDown. Man. SmackDown needs her more. Yeah. yeah, but unless there's a big shakeup, I think, I think she's gonna be on Raw. Yeah, I don't know. I I, think, I don't want I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that at all. I mean, I think they're gonna have her work with Sasha. and They're gonna have her work with Charlotte. Possible. I mean, well, what better way to bring her up? Yeah. You know, she's gonna be with the two biggest female stars right now. You know, SmackDown really raw. needs her. SmackDown really needs that good heel female wrestler. That's true. I think, I think Sasha's pretty soon going to turn heel, and then they've got Charlotte on top of that, and I think they're just overstocked with heels if they put Asuka over there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I wouldn't be surprised that if they did another draft before, or they did like a draft shakeup before SummerSlam, though. Think? I would yeah, be I see that. I wouldn't be surprised I was if they did after WrestleMania. Year. You, you you go a raw or two after because mania is usually the reset point yeah. for the storylines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually it's a lot of programs they work up till mania, mania hits and they kind of do reset for storylines. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised sometime after mania they do a a uh, draft. Another shake draft. Up. Yeah, I'm in for it. Either way, I just I just want to see her go somewhere that's going to benefit her the most. Yeah. Honestly, nothing that's going to take away from from her being so over right now. You know. I think she's only been down in NXT as long as she has because I've heard that like her English is still not the greatest. No, it's not. You can tell so. just by her fucking her stuff on TV. Her English yeah. sucks. You know? Yeah, but that's that's fine though. We've yeah. got plenty of great speakers in the female division on the main show. Dude, Brock yeah. Lesnar doesn't speak at all. Yeah, and he's yeah. the biggest guy on the roster. Well, it, it, my understanding is it's not so much they worry about her promo skills. They just want to make sure when it comes to calling matches in the ring and stuff. Oh, she understands. The communication is still yeah, good, yeah, yeah, know? yeah, yeah. That's that's one point. of the reasons why they're keeping her in NXT to help her get better developed. All right, that makes sense. That makes sense. The crowd really took me out of this match a bit. I mean, I really wish they would have supported Mickey James a little bit more. You think so, I mean, it al- dude? She, it almost yeah. felt like Oscar was the face. Oh yeah, she's she's so over right now. Yes, I mean, like she showed up and owned. Like everybody well, went nuts. And they for her. handed out all those Oscar masks for everyone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She the cheer for the person you got a free mask for. Yeah, right? <laughs> Mickey James is like, I'm going down. I already know it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard some rumors, though, that Mickey actually signed a multi match contract. So yeah? we could see Asuka and Mickey James, too. I'm sure. But it's not going to be a transfer of title. No, no way. No. And I don't even want that. No I don't way. even need to see that. All right, our main event, NXT Championship match, Samoa Joe and Shinsuke Nakamura for the NXT Championship. Samoa Joe defeats Shinsuke Nakamura. First ever two-time NXT champion. Right. Mm. Now, last night, my Twitter went off going, does this mean that Shinsuke is going up now, that he's getting moved up? I mean, we can only hope, but I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah. I, I think, think this means we're going to see the uh, rubber match. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think we're going to see Samoa Joe in state two. Um, the, so this though, first my thing is, I've heard some rumors and and I've there's been some talk about how like 
Samoa Joe more or less is only signed for like they only want him in NXT. Like he's kind of like their gatekeeper down there. Well, yeah, he's got so much fucking respect in the locker room, dude. Not just that, like he's the anchor for everybody coming and going. Like Joe's the anchor. Yeah. So, but the Jasmine I love to see Joe in the main roster, but I, I kind of feel like making him the first two-time champion kind of helps say like maybe he's not moving up. Maybe they're going to keep. Him. Maybe they're going to keep him in. NXT yeah, and he's going to be kind of smell Joe's house. Yeah, that which is fine. Which is fine. It's it. They got dude. It's just it's NXT is beautiful. Last night was beautiful. Just I loved it every bit. Of yeah. It. This was a fantastic main event. Um, I really didn't expect Samoa Joe to get the win here. I didn't either. Um, I was so totally surprised by that. Yeah, totally it, surprised. It blew me away. That. Even even after hitting him with the move that had him out of NXT for three to four weeks, I uh-huh. still thought Shinsuke was going to kick out of that. So I was just like, whoa, stunned face. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so all in all, I mean, I'm rating this as a top ass uh, or, or uh, excellent event. Will, excellent event. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a good chance that this event's going to be better than Survivor Series. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think this, this could have been the event to watch this weekend. Well, that's a great segue. Let's talk about Survivor Series. I am a certified G and a bona fide star. You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheel of dealing. And you can't. Survivor Series starts at 7 instead of 8 tonight. And even though this is still one of the big four, uh, man, it's it's hard to care. You know, it, it's hard to care about a Survivor Series. It's been a long time, you know, since the... Uh, since the uh, uh, Undertaker debut with Ted DiBiase and then and, and, uh, defeating Hulk, you know, when you, when you cared about Survivor Series. Um, I, haven't, I haven't cared about a Survivor Series in a long time. And tonight, I don't, I mean, I'm into it for fucking member Barry's sake. You know what I mean? Just because I want to see Goldberg in the ring one more time. Just, just for shits and giggles. Not that I expect him to fucking do good or, or even it to be a good uh, match or show, considering that he already hurt himself throwing uh, all them guys out of the ring. He, like, tweaked his shoulder and shit. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to it just because I want to see Goldberg come down and, and blow the smoke out and, and get hit with the sparks and blah, blah, blah. And then if he loses, good, he loses. I saw it one more time. Cool. You know. I'm actually the exact opposite of everything you just said. I think <laughs> I, I'm, I'm actually pretty excited for this. Yeah. And the thing I'm least excited about is the Goldberg Brock Lesnar thing. Really? Um, I agree with you that it's been a long time since anyone had cared about a Survivor Series. It's mm-hmm. by far of the big four, the bottom four, and has been for mm-hmm. fucking 15 plus years now. But um, I think they've done a good job. I think it's been just long enough since the uh, brand split that it's actually been exciting to see these two. Uh, Different brands collide with some new combinations that we haven't seen. The programs had started to feel a little bit like been there, done that. Uh-huh. And I think this has really shook up the TV for the last two weeks. I've, I've really enjoyed it. And I'm I, I'm a huge fan of elimination-style matches, seeing who gets over on who, seeing who has to be the first person to job, seeing who has to be disqualified so they don't lose any face. I, I love all the politics of the elimination-style matches. I'll agree with that. I'm... I'm- I'm a little worried because I kind of feel like they're turning this Survivor Series into bragging rights, and I was never a huge fan of bragging rights. 
But dude, it's all for brand supremacy. Not, this yeah. is this is all brand yeah, supremacy. Yeah, see, I'm a little worried that these elimination matches are going to be too much. The team's not working well with each other, and too much of them trying to set up the storyline going into the rumble with the with the brand guys, and it's not going to be a whole lot of. We're not going to see a lot of the teams against each other. There's going to be a lot of this infighting within the teams. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, but that stuff's fun, too. I mean, yeah. who doesn't want to see the Owens-Jericho program? And and I'm hoping we're getting set up for that here. Yeah. I'm. Re- My hope is Jericho wins the Rumble, and it's going to be Owens-Jericho for the title at WrestleMania. That's the story I'm pushing for. Wow. <laughs> if Jericho wins the Rumble, I will fall out of my seat. <laughs> he's, he's never won it, and there's some hints that he may be taking another Yes, he has. Break. He's won it. You know, I won that one before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, but I'm not. I was never. I was. I'm. I've always been a diehard WBF WB guy. Uh-huh. I during the midnight roars, I barely watched WCW. So really? Like, yeah. So I like, was nitro I, I like a motherfucker back uh, then. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Like, I was all nitro. <laughs> like I don't care much for Goldberg. I I just I think he's overrated. Yeah. And I'm not. I haven't cared much for Lesnar since he came back from UFC. So, yeah. like, I'm not at all looking forward to this match tonight. I don't like the way they've been booking it. I just, they, they make it seem like it's a huge, like, dream match. It's like, we've already seen this match once. Yeah, but it's been it, a long time. It's been a long time. And what, for those that are big years? fans of, or were big fans of Goldberg, want to see this. Yeah. You know, I would, dude, get the fuck out of here. When I was a kid, <laughs> Goldberg was fucking God when you were a, when you were a child, and you know? he is Goldberg a WWF awesome fan. Yeah, and now it's was like there when they brought WW WCW WCW and yeah. it was like I was like who is this Goldberg guy yeah. and he came in and shut shit down and we were like and I mean oh, you know okay. and, and you can't say shit about who he was back in the day just riding off of that I'm lo- I'm looking forward to seeing him in the ring tonight now like I said I'm not expecting much but that it's still good to see that is going to leave yeah. me open to be pleasantly surprised you know if I'm already have low expectations for this match and it ends up being amazing. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. That's what I want. They're they so dumb in the uh, location booking of this match though. Like um, Goldberg is going to get booed out of the planet. I mean, he's yeah. fighting in the same place where he basically ended Bret Hart's career. Yeah. That's, that's, Oh, you're fucking not, right. They did not think about that at all. I either did. I, I mean, he is, <laughs> He is. They're like, oh, let's Bill Goldberg as the biggest face and then have him try to be that at the place where they literally fucking hate him. Uh, and they still love Bret Hart there. He's still like one of the biggest icons of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, and not, not only that, but it isn't like Lesnar basically like loved in that area, too. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. Yeah. He's so, fucking, I mean, the crowd is just going to fucking – what little chance of this match being good there was, the crowd is completely going to take away. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys – how do you guys feel about this uh, Raw versus SmackDown tag team elimination match? Uh, I, I, I mean, I know we're, we're, we're down for the elimination style, but, like, let's, let's, let's get into this a little more. Like, how, how do you feel that this is going to go since this is the brand supremacy fight? This one's going to SmackDown, right? American Alpha's getting over here. That's what I was thinking. Uh, yeah, so I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Raw's Although I'm gonna, down for the hype, bros. Well, I'm thinking <laughs> Raw is going to win two of the three, just because Raw has been hurting in ratings and SmackDown's been killing it. Dude, so like Raw, it. Raw needs like the the victory tonight, you know, yeah. per se. But 
Yeah, what I mean, happens tonight is not going to be due to pure talent. What but, happens but, tonight is due yeah. to the victory in the fucking boardroom on the rating sheet. That's yeah. where it's going. That's where it's going to go. Yeah, I think SmackDown's getting two out of three here. I think Raw's only getting the women's. I'll give you that. Yeah, Raw definitely has the women's. That, that's in the fucking bag almost. Um, all right, Intercontinental Championship, The Miz and Sami Zayn. I want The Miz to keep it. I really, like, I, I fucking hated Sami Zayn in the beginning. I started to like him for a little bit, and then I've immediately went right back to how I originally felt. I don't like the motherfucker. <laughs> Jimmy, me, and you were on the same page. I can't fucking <laughs> stand Sami Zayn. I can't, dude. I don't, I don't care. Like, I don't fucking like ska music. I don't, <laughs> you know, I don't like, I don't like his you. douchey hat. I don't like your stupid hat. Exactly. You know And I mean? Like, and what's fucked up is like, I got a buddy who's from Canada that wears the exact same fucking hat. And like, and I, and I love this dude. Okay. But it's like, but Sammy Zane, man, I'm just, I'm not into him. And, and his fucking mic skills suck. Like, you know, may, maybe I'm just wishful thinking here, but you know, I remember when Mike skills actually meant something in professional wrestling, when it was, you know, it, it was such a larger than life spectacle that professional wrestling, almost 90% was the goddamn promo and 10% what happened in the ring. You know what I mean? Like it, it sold it with the promo. Sami Zayn does not sell me with his promos, period. No, his Mike skills are the fucking worst. I completely agree. Dude, they're bad. I mean, they're like, they're like Roman <laughs> Reigns bad, you know, <laughs> they're worse. <laughs> Yeah, it just it it doesn't make sense too for Sami Zayn to win because then Raw just has a ton of belts for no reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I think and, it's impossible to talk about this match and not talk about the uh, cruiserweight, cruiserweight match. Yeah, yeah that's that. That was because it, it, it's either going to be a title switch, yes. which kind of would make, make make sense since the cruiserweights are getting their own TV show. So they have the cruiserweights on SmackDown for like a, a couple shows. Yeah, and then they this is like the, this is the whole. The, this is like the whole thing. It goes yeah. one or the other on this yeah. match. Yeah, but it should. I mean, honestly, I feel like these two matches should have been the IC belt and the U.S. title. Uh-huh. Should, I agree. I agree. Having them both the on the same show is one the worst idea. Yeah, and yeah, I, I, it, it kind of sucks. Whichever one of these matches happens first is completely going to spoil whichever one happens second. Yeah, for sure. Well, and, and I feel like I feel like Brian Kendrick should be in the Elimination Chamber match, and Roman Reigns should be wrestling someone. From SmackDown, and that's that. Like that, even makes it feel more like a better chance these belts might switch. Yeah. But having one of the belts be the cruiserweight belts kind of seals the deal that it's not going. They're not going to do a title switch. Yeah. What are the chances of doing the swerve where Kendrick wins the match, but still says "fuck you, I'm out of here, I'm going to SmackDown"? Mm. Mm. I don't see I don't that know. happening. It's just hard so? too, I don't see they, that happening. Well, it's just hard too that they announce that they're doing the, the cruiserweight their own TV show too. Like it kind of like that kind of yeah. takes away a little bit of the mystique of like, oh, the division might jump ship. Yeah, the division is jumping ship, right? Hundred percent. You think so? Come on, now the new show um, is being taped at SmackDown. That is true. It happens live after SmackDown goes off the air. Talking Smack is being delayed an hour because of the new Cruiserweight show. It sounds like all the right ingredients, Will. <laughs> they're, going to, they're going to SmackDown. It's going to SmackDown. I will. I think. I think the SmackDown might keep the IC belt, and the SmackDown might get the Cruiserweights. Then I don't because I don't see the point of having both the IC and the US title on Raw. Because Raw, 
They're basically Raj the same belt. So stacked. Like SmackDown has no mid card. Yeah, that's the issue here. Like yeah. every SmackDown male is on the top card. Like, tell me what SmackDown's mid card is. And Raw's mid card is just exploding with guys. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was like the point of them getting the cruiserweights because they have an extra hour, and that's why they're getting the cruiserweights in Raw. Mm-hmm. So I think I think Raw should never have gotten that extra hour. Yeah, no, dude. that's a whole new argument, and totally. Raw would be fine being an hour and a half, in my opinion. Absolutely, dude. Like, that that's that what, actually kills it. It kills it. I watch Raw on Hulu because I don't have cable, so the Raw I watch is an hour and a half. You get you get the uh, yeah, yeah. You get the edit clips notes version. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great. Um, you know, I I didn't want to even bring this up because I fucking hate both of them, but I keep scrolling over it. The kickoff show, Kane versus Luke Harper. I don't Does care. Does Kane suck nowadays? Kane fucking. He lost his mask and it's just dude, never been the same. Yeah, once the mystique <laughs> went away, no one cared. You know? It, it, it goes to show, like, you have Undertaker who kept the mystique the whole time. His mm-hmm. character still yeah, walks slow as fuck to without the ring. Like, it goes at his pace. Kane had that, and he had that riding off of Undertaker and had the mystique. And, dude, they were like. Neck and neck as far as like the evil popularity, and they were like they, you know, they were the brothers of destruction. Mm-hmm. And yes, then yeah. to be yeah. to be fair though, at one point Undertaker had no mystique when he was walking out to either Kid Rock or and then okay. he was Biker Taker. <laughs> All right, he was still Biker that, that doesn't count. <laughs> still, still American Badass Taker, Dead Man Ink Taker was still. It was still Pop, more popular than Unmasked Kane's ever been. Yeah. Well, yeah, to the masses. Yeah. American badass yeah. Undertaker is definitely still beats Kane. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I mean, I know that's a low blow, but I just fucking hate the guy. Like, just, you know, and I mean, not as not as a person, you know, I mean, I'm sure personally he's a great person, he's but a nice guy. he's probably a nice fucking guy, you know, but let's let's ditch the Kane and bring back the Isaac Yankum. There, yeah, you, there go. you go. Now you're talking. Uh, and Luke Harper, man, I've I've never I've never gravitated towards anyone in the Wyatt family or anyone of that. I, I've always just hated it, all of them. Oh, all geez. of them. Luke's yeah, I, I like the Wyatt stuff. I kind of see it as the successor to the Undertaker Kane stuff. Well, I see it as that, but it just it's too they, fucking they Duck up. Dynasty. They messed <laughs> they messed up with it at WrestleMania. Bray Wyatt should have beat the Undertaker at WrestleMania. Yeah, and that should have been the passing of the torch. Yeah. Of the kind of the mysterious gimmick, and they didn't do that. They spent a year destroying the Wyatt family. I think yeah. of of Bray Wyatt and Luke Harper, the only two members of the Wyatt family who are really that good. And so I I really am waiting for Luke Harper to be repackaged because I think as a different gimmick, he could do great with it. Yeah, Luke Harper's an interesting guy, very big guy that can do a lot of stuff that big guys don't normally do. Yeah, right. How long has uh, this is totally random here, but it it just made me think as far as like future storyline. Uh, how far are we into uh, Finn Balor healing himself? Because he was gone for heard, six months, but like how 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 far are we in? I heard he's coming along a lot faster than that. Yeah, yeah. The, the rumor is he might be making an appearance tonight or before the Rumble. Like, yeah. The rumor is that like he's healing a lot better than they thought, and he might be back sooner than expected. That's what I'm talking about. Because, I, you know, all of the stuff that's happening that we're talking about here, I'm like, you know, I'm like, we're missing that one key ingredient of Finn Balor who is going to come back for that that title. Well, and I think the big thing with Finn, too, is to see what's going on with the club. 
because I feel like the club's been kind of struggling. Yeah. And so it makes me wonder if they had really big plans for Finn and the club. And then, and then boom. when the Finn got hurt, they kind of just was like, let's keep the club relevant. But we're not really pushing them too much until Finn comes back. Well, it's all yeah, that they made the, goddamn they made the club Seth Rollins' fault. Yeah. <laughs> they really fucked the club up, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, they between, did. Between the doctor shit and the testicle shit, like they they made him a fucking joke. Yeah, but that testicle shit was funny. I thought, yeah, <laughs> oh I, I enjoyed it because it made sense for who they were feuding with. That but. segment where they did the old day was probably the worst segment of 2016 on wrestling. Oh, see, I thought that old day segment was fantastic. I, oh, I, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't see old day. Oh, I love, I love ridiculous corny segments like that. Oh, I do too. I love, but. I love the ones from the Attitude Era, but this was like, yeah, ugh. yeah. And I, I just, I just, the, the club, like, it just doesn't make sense. So it's either, either they just don't know what to do with them. Or they have big plans with them, but they involve Finn. Uh huh. Because they could totally did a NWO takeover type storyline with the club. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially when they had the, the the club on Raw, AJ Styles and SmackDown. Yeah. Bring Finn up. Boom. You have the club on both shows, just cleaning house. Yeah. I was really. Yeah, hoping- I mean, if they had big plans for them, they shouldn't have made them look like giant losers for the last three months. Yeah. Yeah. I just. I just don't know. And I was really hoping when the, when the draft first happened that the club would be like those rebels who like or just like we're not going to listen to what the rules are. AJ's you know AJ's our guy. We're going to keep showing up and helping AJ. Yeah, I just feel like New Day. Like I love New Day. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like the storyline of them obviously eventually beating the old demolition record has completely ruined the tag team division on Raw. Yeah, like, well, like the whole the whole thing is just at a standstill while we wait for this inevitable to happen. Yeah, they they, they kind of they and there was a a big show that was the last pay per view when their opponents for the belt was Sheamus and Cesaro and they, <laughs> we hate each other gimmick. We won it because we came to a draw in our best of seven. Like it was ridiculous. They should not have been Dude, I didn't care about it the first time, let alone the six others that we had to watch. Yeah, like like it just it made no sense that they were going for the belts. Like they haven't given the New Day a believable challenge in a while. Yeah. Yeah, I agreed. And unfortunately the Bullet Club fall into that list for me. Like they completely squashed the Bullet Club because of what's going on with New Day right now. And, and you know, and the New Day, they're only gonna be able to ride on what they're doing for so long. I mean, like it eventually has to come down. I, I, I don't, I don't see it. <laughs> I don't, I don't see the come down, but I know eventually it has to, you know, just like yeah, you're saying, we are waiting for that. Very over as a singles wrestler in about, in about two, three years. Who? Big E. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Big E. He's, uh, he's, he's, he's amazing. I, especially I, with somebody who had no real background in this. Like he just got brought on cause he was big, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, I wasn't a big fan of him when he was, Kind of like Dolph Ziggler's lackey. Mm-hmm. Like I was no. kind of like, I was kind of like, yeah, this guy's dumb. We're just giving him a spot because he's big. But since since he's been part of the New Day and they've been letting him, he's promos, really come out. Yeah, he's he's basically the workhorse for them when it comes to oh, yeah. matches. Like I've become a huge Big E fan compared to like I could care two cents about him before New Day. You know, Agreed. I, Big E is a future WWE champion. Yeah, I see that, and I, I feel the same way about Kofi, though, man. Like, I didn't really care about Kofi at all, and then till New yeah. Day, and now, like, I love those guys absolutely, and it's because it shows that whole other side of them, you know. And like, they have, like, they've created this their own little entity now. 
in the new day. It's a, it's a, they're like completely different characters. It's amazing. The yeah, Budios is amazing. <laughs> they're great. They just need to. We need to stop going in circles and get get over this demolition thing, so we can have some drama again. Right on. I feel you, Jake. Dude, thank you so much for joining us and and talking wrestling with us. That was awesome. Yeah, no, no problem. Thanks for having me, guys. Anytime. Uh, please go ahead and uh, I know we we talk about you guys and pop culture leftovers all the time. Yeah, we do. Uh, please go ahead and 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 plug your show and and your social media where people can find you and listen to your uh, listen to your podcast. All right, I'll, I'll put myself over here. I'm um, <laughs> Pop Culture Leftovers. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for Pop Culture Leftovers. Uh, we're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. If, if there's somehow you can get a podcast, you can find us on that podcast. We're, we're on fucking everything. You can get us on Zoom still, I believe. Holy shit. So, <laughs> we are everywhere. Our Twitter is... Um, I don't even know our fucking Twitter handle. PC Leftovers. At PC, PC Leftovers. leftovers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great show. Every week, you know, we go from anywhere from two to fucking six hours talking about the latest and like superhero movie news, Star Wars news, and just a bunch of random bullshit and things going on. It's a good time. Awesome. Come see us from Motor City, dude. Yeah, you guys uh, You guys should come up here for uh, Motor City Comic Con. studio. That'll be so much fun. Yeah, we'll, we'll put you up. You ain't got to spend no money on lodging. Yeah, when is that? Uh, it is in May. May, yeah, yeah, yeah May. Yeah. I think it's like mid-May, thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth, something like that. It's usually yeah, we'll about, definitely um, we'll, we will definitely talk about that. And yeah, I love it, guys. I, I we don't ever talk wrestling on pop culture leftovers, and I am a big fan. So it was nice to have an outlet to talk about some of this bullshit. <laughs> yeah, and uh, if you're uh, if you're available next week and you want to come back and talk the results of uh, Survivor Series, man, you're more than welcome. Yeah, that's great. I would love to do that. Cool. All right. Thanks for joining us, Jake. Yeah, man. All right, thanks, guys. Nice meeting you. Yeah, nice meeting you, you, too. Nice potting with you, brother. Latest. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to close the show with... uh, Some shit. Some shit. (laughs) Make pot, bitch. (laughs) But was the first Thanksgiving really just about pilgrims and Indians from space? Or was there something more? Shocking new evidence suggests that the first Thanksgiving might also have been haunted. There is certainly no evidence that the first Thanksgiving dinner was not haunted. The pilgrims welcomed the Indians, but did they also unknowingly welcome spirits from beyond the grave? Eh? Oh, come on! (laughs) That was awesome. Yeah. That was. That was a lot of fun. Uh, what do we got? You said we got the the crossover? The CW crossover? Not this week, but the next week. The next week. What about all the stuff happening with Killer Frost? That's this week. That's this week. That's this week, and everybody oh, else God. takes a break. Why Flash comes into focus? Yeah. Hey, Killer Frost, what you gonna do? What you gonna do, Killer Frost? I mean, what she you- wasn't in the crossover preview, so uh, I don't know. No, I don't know. I'm excited. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm excited because her character was a little boring for a little bit. So I loved her as a baddie. Bad I loved her. I like the I bad like guys her. always, though, man. Like. Uh, Katie Cassidy when she died in Arrow and then she came back as a villain in Flash I was like oh you're so much better this way (laughs) I'm loving it though man Uh, I think uh, well obviously we're not going to get a chance to live tweet uh, Survivor Series since it starts at the time like now yeah like literally in 10 minutes but uh, 
you know, stay stay tuned to our uh, our Twitters because uh, we've been doing a lot of live tweeting lately. Hey, I think I think next week hard. I'm gonna hit everything. We're gonna do Monday Supergirl live tweet, a Flash live tweet, and an no, Arrow no, no, live Flash, tweet. No Arrow, no Legends. Just oh, just super, next week. No, just Flash. Supergirl is taking a break because okay. she's got to get ready for the crossover. The crossover, yeah, and yeah. Everybody yeah. else is getting ready for the crossover at okay. the same time. So it's only Flash. So excited, just Flash. Next week is only Flash. I think so, yep, just Flash. And then the following week is everybody, the everybody huge crossover. Hard. Well, we're gonna hard. Be, we're gonna be live tweeting that <laughs> oh. for sure. Can we uh, just come in and do watch it live? <laughs> so I really excited. I, I want you to just pull that sound clip later of oh, Norm going hard. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh. So we can use it. Yes. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. All right. That was uh, that was a good show. That Make was a lot that of fun. pod in your face. Make that pod in your face <laughs> again. We're launching Legion the podcast, an eight episode recap for FX's Legion show coming out. I believe it's in February. Uh, until next week, that's a show. That's a show. Thank you for listening to the Ninja Starship with Jimmy McKnight, your source for the best and weirdest highlights in pop culture, sports, entertainment, and America. Visit ninjastarpod.com to email the show. Ninja Starpod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Available on iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast listening app. If you listen on iTunes, make sure to click subscribe so you never miss an episode. And make sure to leave an iTunes review, because we love hearing from you. Yes, all of you. This show is a proud member of the Podcast Detroit Network, the Points of Interest Podcast Network, the Wicked Radio Network, and the Tangent Bound Network. All episodes are sponsored by the Falling Down Beer Company, Source Point Press, and TMNT Box. Go to NinjaStarPod.com for more information on killer deals from our sponsor.